0: Welcome to the Life Change Podcast. Panhandle Weight Loss Center is a unique surgical practice focused on changing lives. Our approach moves away from the singular goal of weight loss and encompasses one of overall health and wellness. This podcast explores a variety of topics inside the realm of health and wellness, including nutrition, fitness, lifestyle issues, and even surgery. The goal of this program is to inspire listeners to take a critical review of your life as we guide you towards a paradigm that translates to life change. Okay. We're back. Getting back. What pillar are we on? The pillar number, we're going to be, be begin number eight. Number eight. We finished okay. up seven, which was fasting. Yeah. Uh, we talked about uh, basically time-restricted eating. That You know, try to go beyond 12 hours if you can up to 16. Okay. And then intermittent fasting, you know, right. 24, 48, 72-hour fast.
1: Yeah. And I'm sure we'll have a, like a whole podcast on or a YouTube video about fasting. Not That is one of the pillars and... Um, but I think we covered it pretty good. Mm-hmm. I was kind of going back through it, and um, well, thanks to Chelsea, we, we got some uh, feedback, some, some feedback on how we should be sitting and looking at the camera. Uh, I saw myself on the camera, it was a little odd. So <laughs> this is our new format per se. Uh, so we, we keep our podcasts
0: shorter, like we were talking about our backs.
1: Yeah, yeah. I saw we just talk on forever. Okay.
0: So pillar number eight. pillar number eight. So these are, I think, are, we're not gonna. Have as much to talk about. Uh, but prayer and meditation. Yeah. Um, tell me kind of what your thoughts are on that.
1: Yeah. Uh, so I have uh, two kind of themes that I think about, uh, or two things I think about. Number one, uh, I think nobody can be uh, mentally healthy, which in turn you can't be physically healthy without having some kind of spiritual discipline. Um, and because it's uh, you know, everybody talks about gratitude journaling and thankfulness, and um, in my opinion, you know, I don't know the source of that without my spirituality. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, whether it's grounding, whether it's um, you know, just keeping you in tune with the the, the blessings you have, because you know, every day we can get torn down with things we think that we don't have, or you know, what I've been cheated on or ungratefulness, ungratefulness yeah. but if, if there's not something there that brings you back to, hey, calm down, look around, um, I think it's difficult. And this, the second thing, that it, all my patients hear this, is y- your health and wellness journey is a battle between your brain and your body, mm-hmm. uh, and you have to align your body with your brain um, because your your body's working against you if you're not taking care of it. It's in storage mode, stress mode, Insulin's high. I'm in storage. So uh, how do I get it out of storage? Where well, you you you've got to give it the food that it needs, the nutrition, the the supplements, the the vitamins, the minerals. The, uh, you need to move. You need to exercise. You you need to manage stress, and you need to sleep. To me, stress has a lot to do with a either a breathing meditation practice, a spirituality practice, prayer. Uh, but I don't know too many people that are involved in the health and wellness realm, or you know, that have had success in that realm of life, that don't have some kind of, you know, prayer, meditation, spirituality practice of some
0: sort. Yeah. No, I think I think what we're seeing uh, personally, uh, this has always been a big part of my life. Uh, I mean, I think most of my patients know I love love the Lord. Uh, Christian and and from an early age, uh, just having a quiet time every morning, uh, getting up, starting off with just uh, thankfulness, uh, gratitude um, and then using just you know God's word in my life and how it's guided me. But I think now we're even realizing how important uh, from a medical standpoint that having mm-hmm. emotional health, and this part in your life uh, really helps you. Mm-hmm. I think having purpose. I think number one is is having purpose to our life, um, having a some a reason to get up every day. Uh, number two is I think starting off the day with the gratitude, the thankfulness, the meditation, prayer, whatever that that looks like. That they've they've actually looked at this in studies and seen that that those people are happier. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I can't. I personally think that this is a this is a big part of my life and what keeps me grounded and going every day.
1: Yeah. It's, it, I, to me, you know, if you, if you don't have some way of mentally checking in with you know, the, the things around you, it, it'll tear you down. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, how healthy do you feel when you're, you come off of a weekend, you know, you're on call and you've been on Twitter all weekend, getting oh, all irritated, fired up. Fired up. Yeah. I mean, it affects your sleep, it affects your happiness, yeah. it affects your, and if a, if a body is not happy, you know, like I said, aligning the body with the brain, if you're not making your body happy, it's never going to do what you want it to do. Yeah. Right from a from a chemical standpoint, from a hormonal, from an inflammation standpoint, and I was into a, uh, uh, I think it was a TED talk uh, not too long ago, and it was talking about how, how do we physically lose weight? Like how do you, what's what's the how how, do, how does fat leave our body physically? Huh? Breathing. Breathing. CO2. Yeah. Carbon dioxide. Mm-hmm. So you know the 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 breaks down into the free fatty acids, that goes over to the mitochondria, breaks it down. Ultimately the end stage of energy conversion from, you know, nutrients to, to what we need for energy is carbon dioxide. Right? So, you know, his point was like, doesn't it make sense to like pay attention to your breathing? Breathing exercise. Yeah, it's like doing breathing like and and you know, the, the more we breathe the the more energy we use, the more fat we burn. So he's like, if baseline, you, you weren't interested in a spirituality practice or a thankfulness practice or religious practice, like you dang sure better be interested in a breathing practice. And that's kind of, that, that, that TED talk was like the one that turned me on to like, to, to breathing, box breath breathing, work. doing breath work. And then, then you start looking into all the hormone, like brain hormone responses to certain breathing patterns and you're like, this has been around a long time
0: and for a reason. I want you to go in that, and when we hit pillar number ten, which is stress management. Okay. Yeah, uh, kind of c- go together. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I, will say this. I, I do the, my breath work when I'm driving to work. Yeah. And uh, just activating your vagal nerve, the parasympathetics, and I don't. It just relaxes me. Mhm. Yeah.
1: I'd say I haven't really can. I've been wanting to. Uh, to mo- mo- Shelby, my wife, got a Peloton um, treadmill. For Christmas, I bought her a Peloton bike three Christmases ago. That was a horrible idea before the commercial that said you should get your wife a Peloton bike. Anyway, uh, so she's more into this. This was her idea, not my idea. And uh, but it comes with all this breathwork uh, on the on their app and on their their membership. And so I've never really incorporated breath work with morning prayer and um, and thankfulness practices. I usually do it at night mm-hmm. as I'm trying to gear down. Mm-hmm. And most of the breath work I do is geared towards stress reduction, but not all breath work is created equal. You know, it can be, uh, you know, breath work for relaxation and stress reduction, or it can be breath work for performance, or it can be breath work for depression. For I mean, I mean, this it, breath work is as old as history, right? I mean, everybody knows, you know, you know, they sit there, um, you know. And there, there's science behind that. Why they're oming, yeah. right? It it rattles the uh, the top of the nasal cavity, which triggers a release of nitric oxide. I'll be doing. It. So what happens when you have nitric oxide release?
0: Yeah, vasodilation.
1: Yeah, and you you, you get spiritual. You yeah. get deeper. Yeah. Right. You feel better. So they were. Home. Most people when they do that, they're making fun of somebody, right? Uh, but you know there, there is science behind behind
0: you know that that practice. Just when I sit and uh, take some deep breaths in, fill, mm-hmm. fill my lung cavity, hold it, breathe all the way out, it's literally you get cl- you get more clear. Mm-hmm. You can think better. Um, you definitely feel calmer. Um, so, I think that's important. So, big big part meditation, uh, prayer in our life, um, thankfulness, gratefulness, yeah. uh, counting your blessings. Um, I tell you, I wish I could do some quotes on um, Tony Robbins. He has a lot of just how our mind, how important the positive attitude is on yeah. on outcomes in our life. Mm-hmm. I think there was a quote, Some, I think I've mentioned this quote to you before, but um, if you're positive, you're optimistic in life, mm-hmm. you have yeah. a 70% you, chance. You're much, you're much better than that than I am. Higher at accomplishing things. It's yeah. just all about attitude and mindset, and so. Um, but I don't. Yeah, you know, the one
1: thing. Let's circle back after your summary. It's. Um, we don't want people listening to this and thinking it's some frou frou, mental technique, like, this legitimately affects your health, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. uh, if you think about, I think without a, a spirituality practice a religious practice, like, you're more prone. To get really entwined in guilt mm-hmm. and um, addiction, mm-hmm. and you know, I think you can easily tear yourself down. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that but that's to have a, a spiritual practice in there. You know, I, we'll just I think we're all familiar with Christianity, mm-hmm. so um, that says you are worthy, mm-hmm. that you are enough, mm-hmm. right? And that that tears off all the. I just read *Pilgrim's Progress* with August. You remember *Pilgrim's Progress*, the dangerous journey where where a Christian takes off on a journey and he has you know this big uh, this load on his back that he's trying to carry through his Christian journey, and eventually he sheds it and you know the journey you know becomes a lot easier because he's not carrying he's not carrying around guilt and he's uh, but addressing guilt on your own addressing you know any realm of uh, you know mental component on your own is very difficult without, without a spiritual guidance or a, you know, even earthly guidance. Uh, you know Having somebody that's talking to you and talking you through those things. And that's, to me, we're, we're kind of throwing all these in one bucket, breath work, prayer, spirituality, but they, they all are working on the same thing. You, you've got to decrease the pressure and the stress on your body if you want to get it to do
0: what you want it to do. Oh, I love that. As you are talking, something just in my own personal life, uh, certain scriptures that I always have memorized over the years, like "I'm fearfully and wonderfully made," uh, that just shows me that I've, I've, God's got a. He made me special, and all of us are special, and um, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Just things that you need to know uh, when life hits you hard. Mm-hmm. You got a source of to pull from.
1: Yeah, and saying it with conviction. And repetition and complete understanding, you know, not just rattling off verses. Like I, I truthfully believe this, yeah. and it, it, there's, that's powerful, right? So, we won't. Neither one of us proclaim to be preachers, so no. <laughs> uh, just a little tiptoe into there.
0: Uh, all right, go to number nine. Go to number nine. So pillar number nine, uh, relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is important, and I think we realized how important relationship is with COVID. And when we are all kind of you know, pulled away from out of a lot of relationships temporarily, yeah. um, how much mental anguish it's affected America and mm-hmm. people. Depression went up, suicide went up, uh, divorce rates went up. Um, and so we need social support we need friends. We need family. We need deep relationships, and that's what we're designed for.
1: Yeah, um, I think you know uh, our our bodies are meant. We're social creatures, and some of the the neurochemical, you know, hormone, the makeup, the milieu of our body, going back to you got to make the body comfortable, happy if you want it to lose weight, mm-hmm. if you want it to be healthy. This is a big part of that uh, to me, and I. I a lot of people have heard me tell this story. You probably have too. But twice I've met the fittest person in a, in the world. Right? Uh, the first time was Rich Froning, uh, you know, eight-time, seven, eight-time CrossFit champion, and Ben Greenfield. I met in Hawaii, uh, personal, highest-ranked personal trainer in the world, fittest guy. And I asked them both the same. I asked them both multiple different questions, but they gave the same answer to one of them. And it was, what do you feel like is the most important thing about health and wellness? I mean, what's the key? And I think you know their answer, right? Relationships. Community, relationships. Yeah. And this, this, you know, I think we're saying this hey, just go do it. I mean, there's introverts, there's extroverts, but we're telling you it's important. Yeah. You need to find some way of doing it. Um, and, you know, it's not easy to just snap your fingers and instantly you've got an accountability partner. Uh, I find it to be very beneficial in my life. You know I, I, We did the podcast with you and Alan. you're my' mm-hmm. you're my you know Alan's kind of my workout uh, accountability partner. you're my kind of my life, overall life accountability ability partner. but it's I need both of those, yeah. right, to check in and keep me balanced.
0: otherwise you get you get pretty out there. Well, and I think I also comment on this is when who you surround yourself by either sharpens you or pulls you down. Mm-hmm. And so my health and wellness journey started with you going, you, you started first and kind of then started visiting about this in the OR and talking about that. And so that rubbed off on me. And I see this also with my family. Uh, if we hang out with people that are like-minded, meaning that they're wanting to eat healthy, mm-hmm. they want to um, have these same kind of priorities in life, it, it challenges you to... yeah. To answer the to call. be better. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I, I think that that's good for all of us. Yeah. Um, one thing I wanted to share, Bo, this, this is a cool book. Um, I read it it's about a year ago. You read um, books? I love reading books. We, you read a few? A lot. <laughs> a lot. I finished one this last week. We can talk about that at some point. 90 uh, Seconds to the Life You Love uh, by Joan Rosenberg. Uh, basically, she was interviewed by Dr. Mark Hyman. On, her, on his podcast, and book is incredible. But what it goes through is about relationships, but more importantly how in life we hit these hard spots in our life, in relationships, or just in life itself, and how we get through them. And not to suppress things, not to avoid conflict, but to hit it head on, mm-hmm. and how that builds Character in us and makes us and sharpens us. And I think that that's something I've been, been trying to work on in my life because I'm, I'm kind of a, um, a yes man. I don't want to, I don't like confrontation. I like to make everyone happy, but that's not the healthiest thing for me. And so having to work through that. Does that make sense?
1: I'd yeah, say so you're 99% yes and then 1%. <laughs> The sky is falling. It can be bold. It can
0: be. It can be, it, and it can be pretty bold. I, I get to a breaking point, and then it's. it's yeah, uh, yeah. So, it's you, so you
1: would say in your life, I'm, I'm practicing trying to balance that on a daily basis. Correct. Instead of, instead of giving answers people want to hear, I'm trying to be more truthful to prevent me
0: from getting to a point where I just blow up because. Correct. Right. Because if you're not honest in certain situations. Um, it puts stress on you. Yeah. And if you were, if I was able to be brutally honest in those scenarios or relationships, then it, um, there's a peace to that, there's a calm to that, mm-hmm. there's a health to that, and getting to that point because I know a lot of us uh, in relationships we have a lot of baggage that we carry because of not being really honest mm-hmm. about certain things. Yeah. And so uh, that's a great book that I encourage. Patients to read if they're struggling with that
1: yeah yeah that's uh I mean these things are this this is these these last two conversations are like hey, if you need help with this, reach out, yeah, you know whether it's us, whether it's counselors, whether it's preachers, whether it's priests, whether it's yogis, you know whatever whatever you're wherever you're at right now, right mm-hmm. uh, but to do I think these last kind of two things on your own can be challenging um, you know, I think you and I have talked about why our partnership works really well, and I think that it boils down to you're a perpetual optimist, and I'm a, pre- I'm a perpetual pessimist. We so balance each other. So we balance each other out, and uh, you know, when I'm in the gutter, you pull me out, and when you're going too high, I pull you down. I need some reality. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, that's I've been really blessed to find that in my life. You know, even with with the friends I have, the uh, my spouse, we, you know, I I never wanted to surround myself with people that. All they did was make me feel better. Yeah. I've always wanted
0: the challenge or the, the balance. Yes.
1: Do, you ever, do you feel the same way? No, I agree. Yeah.
0: I agree. Uh, we need that. Um, and it's finding those people that are willing to speak in our life and tell us things that we don't necessarily, that make us a better person. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Uh, I, I like people that do that.
1: I mean, like, I'm always on time everywhere we go, and you're always late. All the time. <laughs> or is that, my, is, that flip, is that flip? That's flip. Okay, that's what All right. Okay. Should we? Last I, th- I, th- I, th- I think you, I think we could we could spend two hours on on you know relationships yeah. and the importance because we're not even really diving into the negative aspects of relationships, like people that are tearing you down, mm-hmm. that are belittling you, and telling you you're not worthy, and you're never gonna do it. And, I mean, what do you do about that? And what's your ultimate fall back uh, about I mean you can hear one thing but what do you believe yeah. um, I think that's a we might need to, get to consult a professional for, yeah. for that
0: no that's a hard one yeah um, last so pillar number 10 so we're towards the end um, <laughs> last one stress management and I put also and, and playing um, yeah we'll talk about that I think it's we're designed to do that mm-hmm. but first of all stress what what role does stress play in weight struggles and health? Yeah, huge.
1: I think yeah. you know the, the primal lifestyle would say it's five percent of your overall um, mm-hmm. health journey, but if you think about how it impacts the bigger players like nutrition, exercise, and sleep, mm-hmm. right? So to me, it's it's a, a bigger issue than we uh, give it credit right uh, and it all goes back to what I was saying earlier you've got to you've got to convince your body that it's not under attack if you want it to lose weight and feel better right so big part of that's stress management stress reduction if you can you know I tell people I don't have any magic buttons to make your stress go away um, I mean what do, you, what do you talk to about your
0: you know with your parents how do, what do you talk to them about how to reduce this so I'm going to answer that question um, one thing that I I. Just biologically, how stress affects us, and then I'll get back to answering the, the management. So, when we're under stress, which we're all going to face, mm-hmm. um, but I think in America, I mean that's we live in a chronic stress environment. Um, deadlines, uh, having kids, balancing work, and so we ad- our adrenal glands release cortisol, which ultimately cause us to eat more. Okay, and and then we talked about this. You add stress in there with like residency as an example, lack of sleep. You make poor food choices, and so it just has this perpetual effect on our body. Um, how do you? How do I counsel to to lose stress? I, I kind of look at my own life, and I think it's always a you've got to strike a balance in everything. Um, you know, structure in my schedule every day. Uh, I need time with prayer. I need time with my family. I need time uh, just myself. I personally, I need some walks every now and then, and things like that. I need to clear my mind. That's to me a stressful relief. Um, getting up in the morning by myself. Mm-hmm. I need a. I need about 30 minutes to an hour. Um, yeah, me and, too. And and just just whether it be prayer. Uh, and just this, this thinking about things and winding, you know, getting ready for the mm-hmm. day. Um, but counseling is is one of those things of finding what 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 your number one stressor is in the morning. Well, let me go back to myself. When I enter just having my quiet time, uh, the top few things that are on my mind that are stressing me out. That's what I start taking to prayer, and and then getting wisdom on how to deal with those. For example, if it's a financial stressor, okay, what, what can Lacey and I decide to do to get this down and take care of this? If it's a child uh, struggling in certain things, what can we do to uh, get to the root cause of this? And I think it's getting back to that root cause and making some changes. Yeah. Um, and then I think it's hitting things head on. Don't suppress mm-hmm. things that are stressing you. You need to deal with them and the sooner you deal with them, the better. What about you?
1: That's good advice. Good advice. Um, I'd say uh, how I deal with stress. Uh, my exercise routine is a big deal for me because I think a lot of my sh- I don't I don't typically stress about. I'm not a person that carries stress. You know, I, I, I tend to uh, I, I tend to try to address it. You know, like you're saying, you need to do. I either address it. Basically, ask myself, can I act on this? Is this something I can affect at this moment? If the answer is no, I write it down because I think I can affect it, but I can't do it right now. And if the answer is I couldn't affect this no matter what I did, that's gone, man. I mean, I may I may pray for it, you know, say politics or, but can I ultimately change a lot in that realm? Okay, uh, or is it hey? Uh, you know, things that keep me awake at night, like, man, I haven't, I haven't taken my vitamins in like five days. and I, I don't want to sit there and think about it all night, because yeah. then, I, then I get into this like, I, if I go to sleep, I'm going to forget it. And so, so I, you know, I, write, I I try to keep a journal at the bedside, or I, I try not to do this, but click open your phone, jot a little note, mm-hmm. and say, get all off right, your mind. and so then I enter the next day, like you, then I have, I like to be up, you know, I like to be up an hour for the family. and. You know, whether it's Bible work or you know self uh, self improvement type reading, or you know that's when I work out as well. You know, every morning's including something that's working on me. Uh, and and you know, I'm being selfish here. This is about me. And the kids, the kids want to try to wake up at six. Like, nah, <laughs> you're violating. <laughs> you're violating Dad's time here. You know. Uh, so it's been good with the time change. There's no there's no <laughs> violation of my free my free time. Um, but I, you know, I don't, I don't tend to be, I don't, I don't tend to carry it very far, and I t- I've, i told you about this before. Uh, so I did some genetic testing, because I always thought maybe I was kind of, a, kind of an a-hole, because I didn't fret as much as I thought that I should. Yeah. Whether, you know, whether in time my sadness around death didn't last long, you know, whether we have family members dying, and my anger about certain things didn't last. Like I could be really angry with somebody, and like five minutes later, I'm like. Let's go get a beer, you know. Uh, so I always thought that was a little weird about myself. And then I did the, you know, the wild health stuff. Which and was interesting. Found out I had all these genetic, you know, not mutations, but variants in my brain chemical makeup that explained all these feelings that I doubted.
0: You basically metabolized those neurotransmitters Super fast, yeah. So you have the feeling and it moves on.
1: Yeah, I can be like tremendously sad and then three minutes later it's like, all right, what do you guys want to do for dinner, <laughs> you know. And everybody else is still sad. That's and, amazing. And they're like, why are... I'm like, I don't know. I, I'm hungry, you know. I felt bad about it. And then, so now that I know that... That's just who you are. Uh, just who I am. Yeah. That's what, that's what the genetic lottery gave me. So I don't... I can get really stressed out and be stressed out about something, but it doesn't tend to last. Yeah. And so I, I guess I'm blessed in that way. Uh, and to, now that I know about it, because when I didn't know about it, I just, I just thought I was heartless.
0: Well, and there's probably there's there are patients out there that are just opposite. Yeah. And they, they just going to carry long, this yeah. and it just weighs them down. Mm-hmm. And um, they're the ones that just need to implement a lot more meditation prayer, Yeah, okay, you get a lot more breath effort work, exercise, all those different things. Yeah. Um, I like your idea of writing things down, stressors mm-hmm. and having yeah. a plan. And I think when you put it on a paper there's I think there's statistically you addressing that it goes way yeah. up. Yeah,
1: well, it's not even.
0: I, hopefully, I will address it,
1: but at least it's somewhere where I won't forget it. You're
0: getting it. I will. I
1: will, re- I will revisit it. Most of my stress comes from the thought that I'm not going to take care of it. I'm not. I'm going to drop the ball here. You know. Is that? Do you feel the same way? I feel like you. You focus on bigger picture things, like big, big picture stuff. Yeah. I'm. I'm a big uh, picture guy. And I like that. So that that stuff doesn't cause me. I don't have to worry about that. And ultimately this it's goes back to the spiritual practice, man. I, what do I have to prove? Mm-hmm. I've, I've got everything. If I've accepted Christ, I've got everything I need, right? Now, it's still my responsibility to, to be a good steward of finances and, and be you know, good in the community, but it is ultimately free,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? To, I mean, I, I love my job. I make, make good money and take trips and have everything I need. I mean, I want a new sauna, but I can't, i uh, But, you know, it's all minutiae. Uh, and I think once you really grasp onto that, but yeah, there's stress with money, and there's stress with kids, and there's stress with, but.
0: No, that's a, that, I love that, though. Yeah. That's Be what, free. Yep. Uh, last one, I love this one. We need, we're meant to play
1: Oh, this is a continuation number 10. We didn't add an 11. We didn't add an 11. Oh, add an 11. Yeah. This is a
0: part play. of stress yeah. management and play. Uh, this is a, my own example of my life. Um, so, three years ago, my wife introduced me to tennis. Never played tennis before. It's one of my favorite things that I do, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, we're meant to play, have some community, laugh. Uh, do I take it serious every now and then? But it's more just the joy of. Playing.
1: Yeah, I think we're
0: meant to be kids, Mm -hmm. and have that even in adult life. Uh, I mean, every
1: health and wellness guru that I listen to and follow says the same thing. You know, play. What's your play? Um, Well, I mean, my kids aren't quite as old as yours yet, so we haven't gotten back into organized like tennis, golf. I played rugby growing. You Mm -hmm. know, going through college and medical Mm -hmm. school, and some of my best years mentally, you know, and physically, I was fit. I mean, just to have. The camaraderie of a group of like 30, 35 guys, and you know friends associated with that, and super fun. So play, play right now for us is is in the backyard, trampoline, managing chaos, managing chaos. But and but I'd say in the last like uh, three months, we've everybody can somewhat read now. Hugh, Hugh still can't, but you know, but more board games, more card games, more dice, more you know forcing them to to think and. And I know there's there's an element of play that's about movement, but there's an element of play that's just about mental engagement. Yeah. yeah. And so are we are we are we meeting our uh, our movement goals in our family playtime right now? Probably not, but they're engaged. They they know mom and dad are there. They and I think we're shifting from like parenting and health. We're kind of moving around some things, but it all it all goes together, right? So I mean, pe- like people like like uh, friends I know like they. They just built that Gaga ball thing right there at the church at Austin mm-hmm. Park. You know, Maddie's up there with the kids. Play. You know, forty-year-old guy throwing a ball at kids' feet. You know, um, and then you know whether it's Mark. Mark Sisson says ultimate frisbee because you're knocking out play and sprinting. He's a big believer of sprinting into your old age if you want to age well. Um, you know, just pick pick a pick an influencer and you'll you'll find something they do to have fun, play.
0: A lot of them, um, oh, where you stand on the big surfboard. Yeah, stand up paddle boarding, supping. Yeah.
1: Do you, you even sup, man?
0: Yeah. Keeps all your agility and your balance yeah, and all that kind of and stuff. Yeah, and it's just it's fun. Especially if you do it with like three or four people. Uh, you know. I played uh, football with all the uh, neighbor kids the other day. Huh? Sort? Our fr- oh, it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. I felt like I was back in high school. Yeah, and I could go back.
1: <laughs> we went state. We went state. Uh, no, I, I just think it's important for the neurochemical, neurochemically, um, yeah, and just compare it to the opposite of what you'd be doing. Right? I can tell you what I do: sit on the couch, sit yeah. on the couch, watch your TV, yeah. drinking a bourbon. Yeah, you know, or I can be outside, having meaningful relationships and getting, getting movement, vitamin D. Well, we didn't
0: talk about the sun, but that's that's so important. That's part of play. Get it ten minutes of I sun mean, every, not, light every day. Not,
1: not not part of our our board game play right now, but. Uh, but our, our family gets plenty of sun. They're outside
0: pretty, pretty frequently. So, let's sum it up. Ten pillars of health. Okay. I want to go back through them real quick. Okay. Uh, so pillar, pillar number one, eliminate sugar and processed carbs. Yep. Number two, eliminate all vegetable oils out of our diet. Number three, choose well-sourced, regeneratively grown, organic, whole foods. If you can. If you can. Emphasize it. The importance of gut health is, is pillar number four and Mm -hmm. how that affects us. Uh, Pillar number five is getting adequate health or adequate sleep.
1: Which I didn't last night. So,
0: kind of dragging. Same thing. Um, Number six, uh, importance of exercise. Uh, Number seven, uh, fasting and what role that plays in our health. Number eight, prayer and meditation. Number nine, importance of relationships. And number ten, stress management and play.
1: It's as simple as that. If you hit all ten of those you'll be perfect. Yeah, well, I, I say that to say, we realize it, it, there's no there's no easy button to make all 10 of these, no. but I think knowledge is power, and knowing that they all have some effect, mm-hmm. right? Because you and I just said, well, I, did, I didn't sleep well last night. No, but I'm going to work is, on it tonight. Is that the end of the world? No, Well no. Gonna work on it tonight. No, but six months of it, yeah, and then, then you're sick all the time, you're hurting, you put on 30 pounds because your cortisol is through the roof. Um so I guess what we're saying is these are the 10 things we know to think about, focus on, implement, change, educate, right? There's no, there's no like fix no. all these at once, no. right? And I, I tend to talk to people, people what, what I call low-hanging fruit, which because if, if we went through these 10 with you right now, you'd be like, oh man, I do that one pretty good, I'm good yeah. at playing, uh, stress doesn't bother me, man, my diet's pretty bad. And it's you know it's affecting so yeah some of us are getting we're doing pretty good on some of these but then there's a couple on there you know you're absolutely horrible at just being honest with yourself like okay these are the two highest impact these are the two and it, it, it may be some trade-offs uh, like I can't make big stride improvements in my nutrition right now but I can try to get to bed earlier or I can I can I can work on that I can I can't I can't go spend an hour at the gym but I, I can wake up and meditate or pray, right? So it's looking at negotiating what's what's changeable, what's doable in your life, and then looking at the low hanging fruit, what would have the biggest impact.
0: I think that's the Maybe. way to the way to end this. Perfect. Okay, so, we finally finished the ten pillars. Well, excited. Check those out. Uh, we're gonna always just kind of. This is this is what we try to do in our life, and we challenge all our patients to do the same. And give us some
1: feedback on this new sitting position. We realized we were sitting further back, well, sit making full a, full a, full not too bad. Yeah, i yeah. kind of more on top of my game versus yeah. back drinking coffee. I've yeah. been working with a
0: breathing exercise as well.
1: The bit whole bit time. time? Yeah, a little bit. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. You guys have a good day. All right.